Hey guys, and welcome. It's Behind the Bunker. It's Monday night. How are you, ladies and gentlemen? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, for all of you that are that are new to the program, and I know there's a lot of you because I saw the podcast numbers this week, and holy crap, I don't know where all you guys are coming from, but uh, nice to see you guys. Uh, my name is Todd Ensich, as you know, if you've been listening, and uh, with me I have several other friends in the studio. I have uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggerters Paintball. Greetings and thanks for tuning in to Beautiful Behind the Bunker. Tonight, Monday, we have officially moved our paintball field off the former location at Bingham's in Kitchener, and it is just sitting in limbo land until um, something happens. So yeah, thanks Joe, for tuning in and watching Behind the Bunker. Joby Limbo, Joby Quick. Joby Quick, <laughs> Joe underneath the bunker quick. Don't, leer, don't light a candlestick, yeah. Um, and we have Gavin Sharma from Tech Industries. Speaking of quick, yes, Gavin Sharma's here from Tech Industries, and we're so glad, uh, folks, that you have uh, joined us this evening. And remember, regardless of what media platform you're watching, either the YouTube or the Facebook, we're monitoring the chat. So if you have something to contribute to the show, please type it in there. We'll try to get to it. Uh, and if it's witty, something worthy of mentioning, we'll do it on the show. So thanks for joining us. Make sure you hit like, share, or whatever you have to do on the other platforms to let people know what you're doing on Monday night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gavin, a little hot, so maybe just... And Josh, Zuby Zabrickus. Yeah, buddy. I am here as well. And your microphone and sounds crisp. It's working well tonight. That's all I got. <laughs> is it? It is, actually. Am I, am I sharper than Gavin or no? No, you're crisp. That's all. That, okay, that's all that matters. I believe the phrase that he used for me was hot. <laughs> I am hot. And hopefully that's a little bit better. Very good. You're hot. Josh is crisp and Joe is dangly. That's nice. Like a part, like a part simple. <laughs> so here we go, ladies and gentlemen. As I mentioned at the top of the hour or at the top of the show, guys, our podcast numbers, I don't know what the heck is going on, but we had a huge uh, increase in listenership over the last three weeks, enough so that I was uh, some other company, some podcast hosting company reached out and shared a way to figure out our rankings. And they said, congratulations, Behind the Bunker podcast is now ranked 25 on the Apple Podcasts Wilderness Chart in Russia. <laughs> yes, Russian Wilderness, the, the market we've always wanted Russian. to capture. Isn't it Russia That's my third favorite wilderness. wilderness. <laughs> so welcome, comrades. <laughs> what is the age? <laughs> So I don't know why we're so popular in Russia. And it, it, that's not where all our listenership comes from. It comes, it, you know, exactly. But no, but uh, yeah. So thank you. Thank you to all of you. This is uh, episode 385 for podcast. If anybody's uh, listening at home, lots on the show tonight. Tonight, our topic is going to be what movie do you watch uh, to pump you up the night before a paintball game? Uh, a lot of good submissions that uh, sent in. Uh, Joe, there was uh, something happening on Go Sports this weekend. What do you know? Uh, it was the world, the first event of the World uh, World Cup, not World Cup, but speedball in uh, Kissimmee, Florida, and um, the winning the winning team was uh, Edmonton Impact. So Canadian, the only Canadian team um, won the pro division. They beat Los Angeles Infamous two to one, but you know Los Angeles Infamous went four and zero on Friday, right up. So they they had a, they had a good run. And um, Edmonton Impact was undefeated, but it was a, that's a pretty low-scoring game. And how do I know this? Because I secretly watch these scores on my phone to see what's happening in paintball. There we go. And later on the show, Josh is going to tell you about all the latest and greatest airsoft news, and I'm going to fill you in on some scenario stuff. So. What a yeah. time to be alive. <laughs> sure. No kidding. Uh, Beardy McBearderton in the uh, live YouTube chat says uh, it gets 15 hectares on a tank of kerosene. Just in case you're wondering. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done, Beardy. Wow, that was a deep Simpsons reference, but he got it. That was awesome. That was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim Montrester, the TM40 documentary has started. It premiered on April 20th. Uh, make sure you guys head on over to paintball.media's Patreon page and check that out. You can also see the 13 episodes of the iconic paintball teams as well as uh, episode two just will be released on the 10th of May. That's in a week, just over a week now. So make sure you guys check that out. 
A couple other things real quick. Team packages, if you guys uh, are thinking of competing this year, uh, hit up Ruthless. They've got gold, silver, and bronze packages. Um, so definitely check that out for all of your all your swag needs this year. Um, Joe, yes. on last week's episode, uh, Jacob Palomino in the YouTube chat said, Joe said something about not being able to have a paintball association during his vault segment. What was he referring to? I meant uh, to ask you that before the show so I wouldn't put you on the spot. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I said there... The, the company that we were purchasing our, our, our products from in 1984 was trying to put together a paintball field owners association. And it's been tried countless times throughout the years, almost 40 of them. Every year at Paintball Extravaganza, it's brought up. People try to form an association. There's never, and we've had no luck. So I stand by what I said is that an association for paintball fields does not exist. Will it ever exist? Maybe, but paintball extravaganza is probably the closest thing we have to a global, a global gathering of field operators and people have tried in various countries, but to no avail. Yeah. Um, so we do watch your YouTube comments, ladies and gentlemen. I try to respond to as many of them as I can. Uh, this one also comes in. This one is from uh, Aldi Nugra. Um, I'm not sure what it says, but I'll translate it. It says that uh, this is the best paintball podcast I have ever listened to or something uh -huh. to that loosely, loosely based. Um, He's only listened to one. That's right. <laughs> and where it says only adult with a link on it with hot girls, that that's uh, that's a different translation. Um, Finley, the Finley Force, ladies and gentlemen. I talked to you guys a couple weeks ago. Um, if you guys are a skateboarder, snowboarder, most likely you you've heard of the Finley line. They're at most hot, uh, mo mo most uh, most sporting stores. If you guys uh, get an opportunity to give them a follow. Um, Jimmy Finley is the founder and also, um, I know he's a skateboarder. I know he's, uh, you know, a, a hat, Ew. hat conglomerate, but he's also a paintballer. And I want to say thank you. He did send, uh, this week, um, a custom Finley force goggle strap that I've been waiting for. I saw them on Instagram and I thought they were the bee's knees. So thank you, sir. I'm going to put these on my goggles and, uh, post up a couple pics. And while I'm saying thank you to somebody, uh, Mr. Jones from the UK. I don't know if I mentioned this on our 500th show, but he had sent this in. It's the copy of the complete guide of paintball that was published in 1999. What a great read this wow, is. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, if you guys get an opportunity, uh, maybe when you guys come to the studio next, I'll, I'll let you peruse through it. Joe's probably already seen it, but if you guys have, and it's a full color, I don't know, a couple hundred page long, uh, telephone book almost pretty much and it also yeah 290 pages and it has a glossary of all the paintball fields in uh, in the world at the time so Are maybe joe might find that uh we're not but they didn't uh, they didn't uh, put anything for canada in it at the back of the book so yeah so there you go ladies and gentlemen not pre-internet but uh wasn't as paintball wasn't accessible at the time no no, I don't even think. Well, back in '99, there would have been some paintball magazines. I would say. You reckon? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Action Pursuit games, um, Paintball Games International. Yeah, there was a lot of print media like that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Podcasts such as this uh, weren't even thought of at the time. People no. Were, podcasts weren't a, weren't a thing. People were using um, a chat War, forums. Pigs and chat yeah, forums. Chat yeah. forums. Yeah, I hated chat forums. <laughs> Like good for PB Nation because that that was a niche and we needed something like that. But all the local chat forums with people pissing on other people with no identity—at least Facebook, yeah, you know who's who's yeah, pissing we, on we, your. We, talk, we talked about that and how ugly and evil it was, right? Like keyboard warriors—that's what that was the breeding ground because you just had, you had a screen name and that was it. Nobody yeah. knew who you were. Yeah. Right, and so you could say whatever yeah. you want. I mean, sometimes it worked great because. Uh, those in the industry were able to say exactly what they felt about what was going on, uh, regardless of who their employer was. Yeah. Uh, but it was no holds barred. It was really like the Wild West. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. And thank you to Bunch Ryan McGee. There's name Sharma. <laughs> War Game was, was around back then. Absolutely. I'm trying to think of the name of the show because War Game always reminds me of Ryan McDonald. He used to do a paintball show when just before we started, he started one. It was a live stream. Do you remember that, Gavin? 
for some reason I think you remember. Sorry, like, uh, one more one more time. I was just his name was Ryan McDonald. He yep. and another guy put together a live stream show for paintball, but I can't remember who it was now. If someone can remember, please let me know. Um, but they were they had started before us. We weren't the first one to do this, but it was around when War Pig had started. And I mean, how many years have we been doing this? Did we say ten years? Um, yeah, we're yeah. Years, so it would have been probably 10, 11 years ago for sure. I think it's old McDonald's son. <laughs> he had a farm. He had a farm. Yayo. Um, on his farm, he gave you guys some packages. Uh, today I dropped off packages to everybody's house. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, why don't you guys go ahead and open the Manila envelopes? There's. Uh, what is your tool you're using this evening to open said envelope? Mine oh, is, is this a Spyderco Enduro. I have a, a SOG. Whoops. All I'm right. I'm going to use a surefire flashlight just because. <laughs> just blunt force. <laughs> All right. That's fantastic. So I've got, I've got two. So just, just let's talk about what's just in the, the initial envelope first. Is it first. an EMF 100? Yeah, the, the micro version. I have one of these exalt nipple covers. That's awesome. I'm very, very pleased. It's really, I'm really excited about it, and it's an olive, so that's going to work for my scenario life. Some of our lady viewers have sent in some uh, requests and asked for you guys to put nipple covers on. So you there you go. You've got done them. Done. <laughs> so yeah, open up the second one. I don't. Uh, I got a question. If if you think this is a nipple cover, how big do you think my nipples are? <laughs> I don't know. You've you never are. shaven your sweater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second envelope. Oh, yeah, and that. this uh, mail time segment is brought to you by Exalt Paintball today. Who's, Ed Evans sent these off this week for us. Who's Flag Rangers? Flag Rangers. That's Gavin's company to compete with Flag Raiders. Look at that Tiger Strike. <laughs> Where oh Sean started goodness. Flats Radius. Oh wow. <laughs> What are they, ladies and gentlemen? Tiger stripe masks. Absolutely. Oh, I thought it was a thong. <laughs> well, that's nice. So there you go, thank ladies you and gentlemen. Thank you, Exalt. Uh, thank, you. thank you very and... much. That's awesome. Yeah, the, it thank goes you. over your mouth, not your eyes, Zuby. <laughs> this is fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think you heard us going on about Tiger Stripe, and here you go, ladies and gentlemen, a package that arrived from them. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um... So moving on, we have lots to get to tonight. We have a vault segment from Joe. We have mail time. The topic that we're going to be talking about, which we want to get your opinion on, is movies to pump you up before you play paintball. We have some custom gear to get to, and price is right. So why don't we get to vault, and we'll be right back. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault, where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball, and we look at something that I found in my vault, something that's cool, something that's neat. And today is no different. Let me show you what I have. So I was doing a little bit of tidying because I do that and I pulled out, this is a pretty rare piece. This is my WGP war game product flag. So they've got the war blade, the VF tactical, which is my all time favorite paintball shooter from Cocker war games. They have the night cast, the I'll slide it over a little bit, black magic caner kit, Outcast and just the war game, the WG, which is the Ranger. So anyway, this is my war game product flag. One of, I found another one. I had another one and I sold it off to somebody. But this is my war games flags. Thanks for watching Behind the Bunker and From the Vault. We'll see you next time. Pew, pew. Audio jungle. All right, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to see more vaulty goodness, come back to our show every week. And uh, Joe keeps pulling stuff out of his vault and videotaping it for you. So if you like that kind of thing, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Gavin, are you ready for some mail time? Because I'd like to maybe do that before we get into our topic tonight. It's your show, Todd. Let's go for it. Mail time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's mail time, my time to shine, where I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence, ladies and gentlemen, that you, my friends, have sent in. Um, clearly, we're not friends because there's, the sack is a little light this week. 
Uh, so in addition to reading the correspondence that have been already sent in, if you want to type anything in the chat you'd like to answer, please do so. So the first question comes to us from John Jones, and John wants to know, what is your routine leading up to a paintball event, and has this changed over time of play, or over your time of playing? What do you guys do before getting pumped up before an event? Uh, while you guys are contemplating your answer, I, I just want to read a comment in the live YouTube chat. Beardy McBeaterton says, can I just say that Joe says Flag Raiders so fast that for weeks I thought the field was called Flagger, <laughs> Flagger Dust Paintball. <laughs> That's funny. Flagger Dust Paintball. So, Flag Joe, you'll have to slow it down. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just flag there's not everything else okay so what, what is your what is your routine leading up to an event what do you guys do uh let's start with you zibi uh me personally okay let's start with joe then <laughs> <laughs> well no sorry I, I was reading the chat i didn't know if you were talking about the, yeah, the yes, comments that were sent or me personally. you personally yes uh for me it's music in the morning i try to go to sleep early the night before so i'm not up watching movies or anything like that yeah. has that changed over time that was the second part of the question no okay really josh Joseph. isn't isn't that a song watching movies movie an ariana grande song watching movies movies Sorry. i'm not familiar with that genre of music. <laughs> Gavin, Gavin oh genre, <laughs> genre I'm, I'm leaving i'm leaving you all alone my friend you're, you're just dangling all right so it hasn't changed for for josh how about you joe you know when you're going into a game what's your for your prep um and has that changed over the years um just t going over my gear but i found that i have you know as, as we progress you end up taking more and more gear and more different varieties of gear and things like that so and i you know watch a movie and you're you're constantly you know texting people and trying to get everyone else organized as well so there's a you know a lot a lot to do before anything and todd how about you Okay, when I started playing paintball, I was still working and I was working at a nightclub. So for me, I can always sleep when I get home because I was getting home at four in the morning. Um, the only thing that changed was I didn't go to any after parties or anything. I just legitimately went to sleep because I knew the next day was going to be was going to be hairy. But I'll tell you, the first couple years of playing paintball, I would say definitely the first couple years, I would make sure that my gear was meticulous i would have it in my gear bag i knew where everything was i knew everything had fresh batteries i knew where my fresh extras were i had snacks packed i had extra gall i had everything laid out i knew where all my clothes was i made sure that i like i laid everything out so i knew i, I was organized and then i just got tired of doing it <laughs> i was still excited about playing but my routine changed now I just kind of, when I'm done playing paintball because I've played so many times, I put my gear back to where I get it from in my bag and I zip it shut and I know it's done. And if there's anything that has to be washed, then I, that gets pulled out. But most of my paintball stuff doesn't get washed on a regular anyways. So I think for me, it's not that I don't get as excited as I used to. I just don't do as much of the preparatory work. Um, you know, and when I get to the field, I know that if the battery in my hopper is dead, because I forgot to put a new one in, it only takes me a second and I know I have extras. So for me, I, I mean, I guess I still do the sort of the same thing, but I just don't go to the extent I used to. I mean, one other topic we should talk about someday is what do you, you know, how do you prep your gear? I mean, I used to take my egg loaders apart, even the screws and the lids and the springs to clean them. I would take Q-tips and my gun and my goggles and my loaders would be meticulously kept until I got shot for the first time that day. But now I don't care. I just kind of wipe it on my jersey and put it away kind of half dirty. Um, I don't know. Is that kind of like you, Gavin? Yeah, so for me, it's, uh, it, it's quite similar. So when I first, many years ago, started playing like big game scenario, even rec ball, I'd be so ridiculously excited. I would almost create a mannequin laying everything out on the floor in terms of your pants, your pads, your shoes, or your boots, uh, your marker, like everything almost that you would need on, on the field. And then I would pack it like that just so I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't miss anything. And I, and I also remember being ridiculously excited that I couldn't sleep, right? It's just like, you're, you're so excited to get the day started and you, you know, your mind is racing, your, your adrenaline is already pumping uh, for your anticipation of a great day uh, that you couldn't sleep. Now, now I don't care. Right? <laughs> it's just like, you know, like, eh, if I get there, I get there. I don't even set an alarm if I wake up. Fantastic. But, but I think field, we right? also know too, like we used to get to the field of the crack of stupid and then wait because we knew, like oh, I, sure. I used to play on Sundays. So I knew that, you know, if I got there at eight o'clock in the morning, nobody else was going to show up until about 10 or 11. 
I'm talking yeah. like my friends and the, and the regulars that I wanted to play with, not 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 the rentals that were booked at nine o'clock. So I started kind of edging in a little bit later too. Um, yeah, there's nothing worse than being the only guy sitting there on a picnic table with all your gear ready to play, and <laughs> there's nobody there. And, or then you're waiting to like for a big game. You're like you're the first one there, right? But yeah. You don't start basically take the field till ten o'clock in the morning. So yeah. you've been there from six, you're ready to go, and like oh now what, right? So yeah, I think you know a little more salt in the pepper, longer in the teeth, right? Uh, it's we recognize okay we can take our time getting there yeah. the game will go we may start we may miss that but uh we'll, we'll get there so i think that is what's what's different in terms of prep yeah. I, I i put less emphasis on it you're a little less salt in the pepper by the way your comment on facebook the other day 90 yeah. percent of the people that commented on it didn't understand your reference no no, <laughs> but no. I, it was so, fun to watch it's it. okay yeah yeah that's, that, that's okay so like I, i've noticed it because clearly we are still in a lockdown here in ontario um, honestly locked down um and my hair is getting longer and the longer it gets the more salt that pops into the pepper i'm like damn i'm getting old right i don't feel it but uh, i'm looking at it yeah sorry josh go ahead I, I just wanted to clarify, Gavin. I knew exactly what you were talking about. I was just trying to be a guy. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Right? So, some, some people missed it. Some people got it. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. It happens. So speaking of some guy who gets it, uh, Fergie PB wants to know, how often do you buy paint? <laughs> Can't even get yeah. through your own quick. <laughs> He's getting it. All right. So uh, how often do you guys buy a new paintball mask? Uh, when's a good, when is it a good time uh, to sign or a good time or sign that you need to get a new one? How often do you upgrade your spectacles? I think he's talking to the wrong set of people for an answer for that. It's going to say usually every Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, like, in all honesty, every time I see a goggle that I think is cool, I buy it because I like to have multiple goggles. I mean, we're all taking two or three pairs of goggles to a field. If it's going to rain, if it's going to be a sunny day, like we're taking different goggles with different lenses. So we're probably the wrong people to answer this. Maybe guys in the live chat, you guys could do this for us. Um, but if I see it, like I don't get excited about goggles anymore because there's so many that get released. But every once in a while, like GI just had one that was a limited run. And, you know, there's a couple other companies that had some. So if I see one, I'll buy one. But I don't think if I look at any of my goggles that any of them are so worn out that the foam's falling off or the straps worn out. I just, I'm happy to buy goggles because I would rather have a brand newish, clean pair of goggles on my face. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to answer that with one simple statement. I own goggles I forgot I own. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. I think I have one. I, I think I have at least one pair for every year I've been playing paintball. I think we all have that favorite goggle that we wear that we really enjoy until we try one other of our other goggles that we have and then we favor that one for three or four months and then we find another goggle or we buy another goggle. I, I've never been loyal to a specific pair other than I've been loyal to a couple companies like my JTs and my and my um, my V-Force. They've been my mainstay and within those companies I, I buy different colors and different different variations but... I've also completely and utterly given up on going by look and color. Yeah. I simply just go for whatever fits the best. Yeah. But there whatever are. Whatever I'll feel comfortable with wearing yeah. for a whole day. There has been some goggles that I went, wow, that is a really nice color. And that's what that's what sold me on it. Gary Crest in the live chat says, no need to replace the whole mask. Just replace the lenses every year or two. Yeah. Every year, every year for sure. For every sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Bab so Spisser says, I have more goggles than some have underwear. Come on, Bab. You are underpants, not underwear. Oh, Mr. Spisser. Spisser, Spisser the pisser. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, yeah, for me, I think, uh, you know, Gary said it appropriately in the chat. If you find a system that fits for you and it's comfortable and you love it, um, you don't need to upgrade every year that comes up that comes out. I know our sponsors are probably going to hate that, but that's okay. Um, but as long as you're replacing lenses at least once a season, sometimes mm -hmm. even twice a season, uh, depending on how close uh, the impact is, uh, I think that's all you need. So I've had my favorite pair of toggles for probably about 10 years. And yeah. if you, as long as you replace the lenses every year uh, and the integrity is still intact, then you don't need to upgrade or you don't need yeah. to look uh, for something else. But sometimes a pair of replacement lenses are almost three quarters of the cost to a new pair depending on sort of what you're buying if you're just buying like a proflex or something right um 
But do, a, do yourself a favor, if you do buy a new lens, just make sure you take off the plastic on the front and on the inside of the lens before you, uh, before you hit that paintball field. Nothing says newbie more than uh, a blue tint on the inside of your clear lens. Yeah. Uh, Spisser no pisser in the behind the bunker hot tub, he says. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's something, the sign up. <laughs> yeah. Something tells me Bob uh, raises that temperature of his hot tub by a few degrees every hour or so with what he drinks while he's in that hot tub. <laughs> oh, well. Joe, you didn't uh, you didn't respond to the question. How many how, are you replacing your goggles every year, or when are you replacing no, I've goggles? I've been wearing the same mask probably for two or three years. I wear it, I you know I play like three or four hours on a Tuesday night, and I, I replace the lens usually once or twice a year when it gets scratched. Or if I get a if I get a shot in the lens that um, makes any kind of divot not a not a divot but a, a, you know. Uh, I'll replace the lens just for safety reasons. But in your defense, what goggle are you using? Um, You're using a V-Force, aren't you? No, I, I have a I have a V-Force. I flip flop between my V-Force grill and I'm wearing um, I don't know what, what it's called. What's the company that makes the loader? Um, the company that makes the loader. Not not none. There's four companies that make. I don't know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, Wade in the chat says, don't buy a single pane lens. Absolutely. That's, uh, yeah, that's newbie. That's newbie material right there. Um, uh, Bab Spister says, Jesus, Joe, did you lose 20 pounds this month? <laughs> Probably. You got, lot, you got a lot of steps <laughs> in. That's yeah, for sure. I got a lot of steps and I was kind of busy moving the paintball yeah. field. Wade says, are you talking virtue? Same with Dannon. Virtue, virtue axis. That's what I'm talking. I have a coyote brown one. I like color and I want it to match my camouflage, so that's what I wear. Yeah. Robert Hansen says he's not a big fan of replacement foam. Replacement foam is for suckers. Just buy a new goggle. Then you have new foam, new lens, and uh, you've got that new mask smell. Yeah. When you go to a paintball field, it usually has the smell of rotting rotting paint and flesh. You might as well smell a, smell a nice new goggle lens. No, that's the, that's the smell of rotting speedball. God. <laughs> Actually, you're not wrong. Oh, I, no, I'm not. Yeah. I think Axe has embodied the rotting paint smell from the corner of a speedball field and put it into one of their body sprays. So there you go. Um, anyone else ha have any more comments before Gavin cinches up his uh, his sack? That's right. No, uh, it doesn't look something in the chats. Um, or from the panel, so we can cinch up the sack. Oh. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have... Oops, sorry, go ahead, Todd. Sorry, I have one more video question. I apologize, Gavin. I meant yeah, to tell you. Ahead. This one comes to us from Sean Leonard. This was on our uh, on Facebook. He says, what is the most common lost items that you guys have found at your field? Uh, what was the most unique? Um, I said last week we kind of talked... We, we touched on this. I, why someone left their underpants behind, I don't know. Uh, okay, I, but I've we've been, I, I have, sorry. You know, go ahead. I, um, <laughs> I thought you were going to claim was, them. No, something came up in my news feed today. Speaking of Bob Spicer, Spit, Bab Spicer said something about underpants. You just talked about underpants. And there was a study done in Britain. They, they surveyed 2,000 men, and a quarter of British men failed to change their underwear every day and see nothing wrong with wearing the same pants twice, the survey revealed. Ugh. Um, same pants or same, same underpants? Un same underpants. Okay. Um, there was like 8% said they wear them up to 10 times before they wash oh, them. Dear it was, Jesus. It was, it was some crazy, but the, I remember in, in there was some chit chat about underpants, and I just thought I would throw that in. It's a study. If you Google British underwear study, it'll, it, that'll, that'll <laughs> pop up. I didn't so, realize so who's researching had so many Neanderthals. <laughs> um, so who's researching that, and why did that come up as a research topic? Is what, yeah, survey, that's what I want to know. The company was called Men's Dirty Underwear. Truths were revealed in a survey by Mintel. Oh, boy. Mintel. Oh, Gavin, I heard you got a new job working for Mintel. Tell me about it. Don't tell, actually. Only 78% of men slip on a new pair of pants in the morning in comparison to 95 percent of the women well look at that i'm a 78 percenter yeah uh, every day after Damn every skipping. day or after and or after every shower 
Um, if I didn't, I thought you were gonna say after every shit. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I guys, use toilet you, paper you to wipe. Can, I don't use my underpants. You guys can you, you guys can read the study, but that's that's what I. But okay, so here's the thing that well, I, I do respect, Joe. I think I'll skip that one. <laughs> yes, sir. Here's the thing I'll that I tell all my it. younger male friends: if you guys find an article of clothing, whether it's shoes, socks, underwear, t-shirts, something that you find that's comfortable, buy multitudes of them. Right? Like I, I have the same sneaker because I've had it three times because I know they fit. They're they're comfortable. And I don't have to shop for them. Underwear, same thing. I've gone through different underpants, and I know that the ones that I'm wearing right now are the most comfortable that I've been able to find. So I bought 12 pairs of them, and that way I always have clean underwear. Same with my socks. I buy tons of them so that I never have to look for a matching one. And I only have two socks, one that I wear in the summer and one set that I wear in the winter. And they're long and short, and they're all black. Never have to worry about it. And you know, you know what? what kind of socks I wear, Todd? Um, that's a darn tough question. I know. Sure, shit is. <laughs> there you go. I... See, I spend $80 bucks on a bale of socks. Joe spends 80 bucks on two pairs of socks. Three but they're pairs. guaranteed for a Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's true. I just sent four pairs of socks, three pair of mine and one pair of Meg's, and they sent me four four new pair of socks, replaced it with new new models because they were threadbare. <laughs> the newest models. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, like, okay, so you can spend your... your Joe does the red 40... carpet in his newest, latest darn tough socks. So you Sorry. Can, you can Damn spend right. your $40 in your sack of socks right, that are going to wear thin and you're going to toss them out. Ah. $40 on a good quality pair of socks and then uh, they're guaranteed for life. So you can retire. These are retirement socks and you can yeah. send them in and they'll come back. I'm telling you. Invest yeah. in a good pair of socks. Listen to you people. <laughs> Retirement socks. We God, all have... Thought they're socks. See, we, behind the bunkers are part-time job, and we've got sock money. <laughs> so there That's you right. go, ladies and gentlemen. But it's a good investment. You'll never have to buy another pair again, I'm telling you. <sighs> Spend the money on Darta. Yeah. Investment socks. That's something I know. All right. I, listen, I don't want yes. to yes. no. preach, and I don't want to tell you guys something, but I'm going to tell you something important to me. Planet Eclipse, guys. Did you know that they have more underpants... More championships, new mechanical markers, new electronic markers. Hey, new territory, including the new MagFed division. Get Planet Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen, and take on the world. And look at that beautiful EMEC in that picture. When the world's greatest players, photographers, sock wearers, and expected parents need the best <laughs> coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull the tab on an EG product. Hashtag Pop Smoke. Now, EG has new packaging coming out for their smoke in North America in the individually boxed smoke and they've changed the formulation so you'll get more vividness, more smokiness and more awesomeness. Lisa Weaver wants to know Joe if you need new jeans yet. I do I did buy I do need some jeans from Target but I think I can eat through Lisa. Um, if the border doesn't open in two months I'll get you to get me a pair of jeans from Target not, and mail them up. Do you not have a Costco membership? Nope, they have to be Levi Denzines. I, try, I got some from the Walmart the other day, but they're just not quite the same. <laughs> Lisa, what we really need is some Trader Joe's stuff. Uh, hang on a second. Oh, boy. Costco sells men's jeans with stretch in them. Yeah, my jeans all have yeah. stretch. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know who else sells stuff? Air Ups. Uh, yeah. Thick welded seams, stainless steel <laughs> hardware, multiple color <laughs> options makes Air Ups the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. They're made in America by Brett Davis and his crew. Make sure you hit up airups.com. Dreams in Joe's jeans fade, but ruthless paintball <laughs> products, color sublimation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, Ruthless keeps you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 for 15% off your order. Fresh like a new pair of underpants. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. Make your game boiled. Get Exalt with the exceptional nipple covers and face masks. Oh, boy. They're available worldwide. Um, from the beginning, when you'd stumble down a rocky, rocky cliff or waded chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog wearing your darn tough socks and your jeans from Target with stretch. Now, whether you're sliding into the snake or running and gunning, GI Sports has the gear for you. Now with the Stormer Basic Elite Tactical. Boom. DLX Technologies, ladies and gentlemen. True industry innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get to the podium. And boy, oh boy, that's where you want to be. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to go back to the air ops read here. 
Do you guys see the Arabs bunkers that were manufactured there? Yep. Dan Blazarian, one of the, the biggest influencers on Instagram today, has his own uh, Arabs field in his backyard as his, at his uh, Las Vegas uh, ranch. And you know who he chooses to take care of him? That handsome fellow Brent at Arabs Bunker. So, uh, yeah, good for him. As I said, I wanted to go and deliver them for him, but uh, I wasn't allowed. I was not allowed. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on. Tonight's topic, and we're going to watch you guys in the live chat. Uh, tonight's topic is, uh, let me see if I can find it here. Sorry, Matt. Here it is right here. What movie do you watch to pump you up before playing a day of paintball? And that could be scenario paintball. It could be regular paintball. It could be tournament paintball. Uh, but we will ask you guys on all of our social media channels uh, to answer the question. And you guys did on both Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And also, we're going to be watching you guys live. For those of you that are watching us uh, tonight on YouTube or Facebook, you can uh, post in the live chat and we'll try to get to your comments. If you're watching us on Facebook, guys, hit that like and share button or even just comment. Just let us know where you're watching us from. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that like button. Hey, even drop a comment. We are trying to watch. Uh, we've been uh, busy chitter-chattering, but now is the time for you guys to shine. This is your part of the show. So tell us, ladies and gentlemen, what movie do you watch to help pump you up the night before an event? Um, you guys all have social media sheets. Let's uh, let's start with Josh. What do you have on your sheets there? Did you go to your mailbox today? I did go to my <laughs> mailbox today. Uh, I passed by it when I came home from work. So was which good. was like 10 uh, minutes Alex ago. Alex Lawson, 86, is the first Predator movie, which, let's admit, is the only Predator movie. Do you know I've never seen Predator? Oh, you probably should. Is it is uh, it a must, Rainer though, or is it just a, like a... The first one's okay. I would, yeah. I would say it's a must for, you know, like sort of 80s or, or sorry, 90s. Um, yeah. Nostalgia for sure. Okay, but I if I haven't seen it, culturally. should I take the time yes. to go yes. back? Really? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's cheesy. It's, it's a cheesy, but you have to. to be watched. And the special effects will be like kind of a little cheesy, but it's like the CGI. We yeah. were, we were, we were in Mexico um, once, and we were um, went up to Miss Maloya, and they filmed where they filmed Night of the Iguana. Then we went further into the jungle where they filmed part of the movie Predator. Was and that in um, not uh, Cancun? It was in uh, Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta, yeah. Yeah, I was there too. Puerto Vallarta. Then you go out. Yeah. Then you go out to Miss Loya where they filmed um, Night of the Iguana. Then you go up into the mountains, and we rented this jeep that didn't have four wheel drive. We were driving through the mountains. You had to go through a couple remote villages to get to this site where they filmed Predator. And as we were driving away, we ran over these kids that were playing. Their ball was in the road, and we killed probably the only ball. It was accidental. <laughs> We killed the only ball proddy for 300 miles. <laughs> thank thank you for clarifying you killed the ball. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, where's this story going? He's part of the 78%. This is getting sad really fast. It was like Wilson, and then we crushed it by accident, and we got out. But that's, um, yeah. Senior Joe, you're not welcome back. <laughs> um, that was in the 90s. In reference to Predator, uh, who is it? Uh, Bob Spisser says, uh, take a gummy first if you're going to watch it. Uh, Marlon says you need to watch Predator and uh, Steven says it's one of Arnold's greatest but that's really not a, I mean if you're going to say Arnold Schwarzenegger's greatest movie was Predator I, what other one Let, would even come close let's save it on the after show <laughs> Arnold's top hits there you go um, alright um, Austin Bennett says saving Private Ryan yeah for sure you got um, a couple of those RP and Paintball says uh, anything from Vietnam, the Vietnam Wars. Yeah. Yep. Derek Skibo uh, says Band <laughs> of Brothers for World War II scenarios. Yeah. Hancock Powers just says anything violent gets him going. So <laughs> there you go. go. All right. That's the genre. What is it? Type in um, Netflix violence. Lisa uh, Weber's getting banned from the live chat. She says Kindergarten Cop. Mike, Mike Grizzly Grub, Kelly's Heroes. Um, includes a 75 millimeter paint round from a Sherman. Remember the 250 caliber paintballs they they had at um they demonstrated GI had or it was Empire at the time. Yeah. Had at yeah. World Cup that was kind of cool. You want me? I have a few on my list yeah. here. Um, yeah, Charles Holton, Heartbreak Ridge, The Magnificent Seven, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, Ragnar Blackmane, which is Sean McNamara, 
13 hours in Benghazi. I've got a lot of Nick Spartan Black Hawk Down. Um, I recently rewatched Black Hawk Down, or at least some scenes from it. That was a really well done movie. Was we did it? Yeah. We did a wicked scenario. Justin CZ Black Hawk Down, um, Richie Rampage Saddle, Tears of Sun, and no. Um, Dave Jenneru, I watch Red Dawn when we have a big game at Flag Raiders. Devin Swartz watches 300. So those are... Those, you mean those Flag Radius? Flag Radius. So uh, Tony Von Ron... 300. Tony Von Ron said he watches Push. So I'm curious, uh, yeah, what is go. that? Who watches uh, paintball movies versus... Push is one uh, of the best oh. paintball movies ever, I would say. Because I had three or four people post push as well and i was like racking my brain going what the heck is push what was the name of that movie that, that you guys forced me to watch a couple months ago we we discussed it on the show uh where that guy from the uk came over and helped that team to win five is one yes. i think it was splat wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was splat. Was that right? Oh, that's a movie you don't need to watch, ladies and gentlemen. That's damage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm glad I watched it, but I really would like my hour and a half back. Uh, so Richard Knott also said John Wick. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple of those. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, John Jones, I'm not sure if he's ever played paintball before because he said a clockwork orange. <laughs> Well, it, if you want a violent movie, I guess he's looking for ultra violence. He's, uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, Rainer MTV says Ghost in the Shell, the anime, not the crappy movie. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else is going to get that one, but I thought it was quite funny. Uh, I got one. Of... Randy Schultz says Blackballed. Yeah. Robin in the yeah, live, Robert in the live chat says well. Splat was a bad, bad movie. I hope you didn't listen to us sure and watch it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember asking all of you guys to watch it with us. Terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible. Yeah, it was. Uh, Jason Kerr says, not got time in the morning before. Mostly just music on the way. I'm, wait, we're generally talking about the night before, Jason. Yeah. That's another subject. What do you to watch a movie before yeah. you go to a big game. What do you Normal listen day. to on the uh, on the day of the uh, of the game to pump you up? That's a, that would be another question. I know Joe's going to say Night of the Rocks or not Night of the Roxbury, but uh, what was the theme for that song? Flight of the Valkyries? No. <laughs> oh, I just all I can imagine is this side head. Yeah. <laughs> and he breaks the car window. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyway, Carl Stadnick says, uh, "Come on, guys! If you need to watch a movie to get you up for paintball, maybe you should have stayed home." It's yeah, more maybe. so just to get you in the mood. It's not really to pump sure. you up, I guess, but yeah. 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 And Wade uh, Boutelier uh, in the chat says, yeah, so what is love? That's, That's it. Thank you. Yes. My 90 yes. club days. Yes. Yeah. Um, we, we're we going to touch base. We're going to touch on this and no spoilers, but we, we had a bit of an argument before the, the show tonight. There's a new movie on Amazon Prime called Without Remorse. And I saw Wolf posted on the live, uh, on his uh, Facebook feed about how great it was. And my wife and I were looking for something to watch the other night. And I said, well, what about this new Tom Clancy thing? It's got to be good. Let's give it a watch. You guys liked it. You guys thought it was great. I, I, I thought it was good, but it was the most unrealistic movie I've ever watched. Uh, but then my wife reminded me of all the Mission Impossible movies. And how unrealistic those were. And it's like, okay, I'll give you that. And it really wasn't that bad. I mean, it was a shoot 'em up kind of movie. But I mean, the guy should have been Aquaman in that movie. There was, two, I'm not giving it away, but there was two water scenes that were a half an hour of the movie that he didn't take a breath. I mean, if you rewatch it again, it's 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 pretty brutal. But again, yeah, there, Mission there Impossible and any of the others, and any of the other movies are doing things that are completely farcical. Uh, I, I but it was agree. good. Was a lot of, it was, was good. A lot of water, there was a lot of water play. Yeah. <laughs> what, wait, what movie was it? Uh, Without Remorse. No, oh, I don't yeah. remember talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have you have you not seen this movie yet, Josh? No. Gavin, you saw it. You had did, said yeah. before the show. Yeah. 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 I'm referring to when he was in the airplane and at the end of the, at at the, one of the last scenes, but. Oh well. What do you guys watch, Josh? Night before a paintball event, you're getting pumped up. Um, I, I, I generally have some type of Vietnam 
kind of war movie just playing in the background while I pack my stuff up kind of it's not like I sit down and intently watch anything do you um, lay back on your bed and watch the ceiling fan spin yeah I well it's my ceiling poster of Jennifer Aniston but yeah. <laughs> my wife does not approve <laughs> no I guess she wouldn't yeah Joe what about you Again, you know, movies, I like to watch, you know, Apocalypse Now is a little long to watch the night before. You know, I don't have that much time usually. Um, you know, Bat 21 is a good action movie. Zero Dark Thirty also. Um, if you guys in the States can get it. We can't get it, but I did have a recorded SEAL Team 6 Hunt for Bin Laden. It's pretty neat. A little bit of planning, a little bit of strategy, some action. So that was yeah. decent. Um, you know, those movies. Dan and Hardy get away with waking up in the morning and just watching the boat scene. <laughs> That's true. There's a boat team four or a SEAL team four, I think, is the ones in the boats where they come in and just decimate everybody with the miniguns. Oh, that that was, going in the morning. That, that's a good that's a good wind up. Yeah. Uh, Dan and Hardy in the live chat. I'm going to have to disagree. He says any Steven Seagal type of movie. <laughs> Speaking of not being <laughs> realistic. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, Angry Canadian Gamer says, I just listened to heavy mu metal, metal music before I go play paintball. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Under Siege says Dan and Hardy. Uh, Full Metal Jacket says Lisa Weber. There you yeah. go. So lots of good options. Gavin, what, what's a go-to movie for you? Um, Nothing at all, right? I don't, I don't look at movies and like, okay, I'm, I'm going to uh, gonna go play it, right? So... Usually for hosting event, uh, we're, we're at the players' party the night before, um, you know, shaking hands and making sure people are, are happy and, and getting acquainted with uh, the area. Uh, if I'm visiting an event, um, no, nothing at all. Like yeah. I, I hate to be a downer on this topic. It's just regular TV, flipping and whatever <laughs> I want to watch. Right, nothing's gonna get me pumped. Yeah. The, the adrenaline rush happens when the the horn blows and the game goes right. So yeah. I mean, I don't need to, anything to. to pump me Nor up. Normally, you're right. We're the ones working the big games, and to be honest with you, I try to watch something that's familiar, that will just put me to sleep. Something I've seen ten times before, so that I can actually calm my nerves and and, and get her done. Uh, Bob Spisser says, uh, I used to watch YouTube videos of Die Damn being teched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go do some nice light reading before you go to bed and read heart of darkness there you go that usually works all right ladies and gentlemen should no. we uh Joseph Conrad, yeah, I get it. <laughs> okay. all right. should we move on or have we for some reason i feel if matt was here he'd be shaking his head and tapping his watch so let's uh that's let's... only if we're talking about covid so <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. First of all, I, I want to say uh, thank you to all of you guys that have been downloading our podcast. Again, aside from all of our new Russian friends, I don't know where all of our numbers are coming from. Um, I, I see they're coming from North America as well as Brazil and UK are, are still our top three. Uh, but everyone, like where, I don't know if you're referring it, if you're sharing it or how people are finding it, but uh, uh, we don't get an opportunity to interact with all of our podcast listeners because they just download us and listen to us. They don't really answer questions or do anything. But if you guys are if you guys are listening to us on a podcast, specifically iTunes, you can rate us. But send us an email through any of our social media uh, forums and just let us know that you're watching, where you're watching, or you're listening, and where you're listening from, and uh, you know who you like better, Gavin or Zuby. You know, we all know who the truth is there, but pick one. <laughs> and for those listening on podcasts, Gavin is pointing to himself. <laughs> Josh is just sitting there smugly. I don't need to go after your attention. Nope. I'm good. Nope. There you go. I'm on my own. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, why don't we we have prices right? We have some custom gear, but I think we're gonna we're gonna leave that for tonight. Uh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Or or do you would you like to get to it, Gav uh, Josh? As long as we're not playing prices, right? No, that's fine. All right. Well, let's leave let's it. Let's the after show so we can talk about food. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Sounds good. So here's what we're going to do, guys. If you're watching us on Facebook, we're going to say goodbye to you. If you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us as a podcast, don't go anywhere. We're not going anywhere. We're just saying goodbye to our Facebook friends, and then we're going to continue to broadcast and record for our podcast. So thank you to uh, Joe, Gavin, and uh, Josh in the live uh, in the live Zoom room. And uh, if you guys were watching us on Facebook, hit us uh, with a like and share on your way home. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. All right. So thank you, guys. If you guys are still seeing us, that means you're watching us live on YouTube or you guys are listening to us on our podcast. Um, as you know, last week and the week before, um, Gavin kind of got mad at me. But I did it again, Gavin, I and know. I hate to tell you that's, this. That's every, that's every day, Jackass. Let's look at that. <laughs> on Saturday, uh, we're celebrating my first day off in a long time. And my wife and I thought, you know what? We haven't done this in a while. Let's call um, or let's order some popcorn, movie theater popcorn from the movies. Oh, good God. And I sure shit did. I got myself a couple of bags of popcorn from the theater, some Fruitopia. Got myself a garbage bag of popcorn. (laughs) And that was the night we watched without remorse. But uh, I just wanted to tell you that uh, what a great experience from Skip the Dishes. Um, came promptly. The popcorn was uh, fluffy and buttery, and it was it was delicious. I have no idea what your investments are doing right now, but clearly they're doing quite well. <laughs> okay, but think about popcorn. it. You okay? When was the last time you went on a night out? When 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 did you go spend your money on a movie? A, a night out at, at at for dinner? When did you go uh, to a store and just frivolously buy something because you were wandering around and saw something cool? When did you pay for travel? You have more money. You have more walking around cash than you've ever had before, don't you? Okay, well, no, I don't. I have less because I, I have sleep issues, and every night I'm waking up and buying shit off Amazon. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> yeah. It's like all these boxes show up. It's like, oh, what did I order? Yeah, so. <laughs> but there's nothing more satisfying than going to the door and seeing an Amazon box sitting there, even if you forget what you ordered. <laughs> yeah, and it could be an extension cord. <laughs> it could be a charger brick. Like, no, it doesn't matter what it is. is having one day where you don't get home and go, oh, we spent more money and the porch is empty. <laughs> yes. But it's like, it's a mystery box, right? I mean, you're sleep deprived and like, oh, I need this. Yeah. Two o'clock Amazon in the morning, sh- you're ordering stuff. Right? Amazon should have a $5 mystery box button. They have mystery <laughs> boxes. Just go on, click the mystery they do. box. They actually do whatever. have mystery boxes. You can buy get a mystery out, really? box. Yeah. Uh, and there's, That's uh, awesome. For, uh, I'm sorry for those who are listening uh, abroad, but there is uh, a couple of cities in uh, Canada and Ontario where returns they buy massive lots of returns still sealed in in, in, in envelopes, and you you spend ten dollars for mystery bags. I've been thinking about buying a uh, an Amazon skid because really? they they, okay. they they have companies. Uh, that you can order, you can order them from, and they basically just package up full skids, and they're still in boxes, so you don't know what yeah. it is. And you buy a skid on, you know, sight unseen. The delivery is free. You just pay for the whatever you, whatever you. And some skids will go for fifty bucks. Some will go for like hundreds or thousands of dollars. So but I would buy a fifty doing, or yeah. fifty or hundred dollars skid just to have that Amazon thing, a, 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 a skid of it arrive at my house, and then go through random boxes of crap that someone it bought on be, Amazon and return. Could be AirPods. It could be a watch. You never know. Well, really? the last little COVID in there. The too. last guy oh, I saw yeah. do that, he had like this rainbow LED lit keyboard. Right, that's worth 150 bucks. That alone would have paid for his entire skid. And then there was like yeah. charger cords and you know hair you, curlers and stuff like that. But I mean, you use chapstick too, right? Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but you just cut off, cut it off, and keep using it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I, I'm a big proponent of of Amazon, and I haven't ordered anything in a while. But it, it is, it, it is nice. But I will tell you something. I have something that's on a reoccurring order. It's a grocery item. And once a month, I get a box of those, and uh, then I don't have to buy them from the grocery store. It's also a hard-to-find item, so for me, I know it comes. And it's not that expensive, but my cupboard always has it in. And it's like I'm down to my last three or four, and then I look at my Amazon cart. It's like, oh, it's coming next week. It's like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I get my, like, I, honestly, I get my Vegemite through Amazon. And uh, that's the only really? 
I think that's the only food item I actually buy from Amazon. Uh, yeah. We we get um recurring household cleaning things on a schedule and and kitty litter for Juan Carlos kitty 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 kitty. It's it's a really good idea to put your uh, furnace filters on reoccurring. Yeah, there you go. That way That's when they show up, idea. you change yeah. it. Okay, and I'm going to tell you something since you said this. Sarah Angler, I, 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 she on her on her Facebook page posted, this might just be the best avocado toast I've ever made. Beer, bread, butter, Vegemite, and avocado, and everything bagel seasoning. That's Ooh. just so <laughs> wrong. And the picture's like this green slime goo on it. Yeah, I oh. saw it. it. And you know what the first thing that went through my mind was? Better not be Why? delicious. That's a lot of work for a piece of toast. <laughs> True. Yeah. But, I mean, I can think of ten other things I'd rather put on my toast than Vegemite. I've only no. just, mar- just margarine. It is a great way to start the day. Like, I mean, like almost every day. I, I promise you, it's uh, it's started with Vegemite. Yeah. It's I have salty oatmeal. goodness. <laughs> yeah. Bob Spisser wants to know if my reoccurring uh, item in my Amazon cart is edible underwear. <laughs> yes, because I fall into the seventy-eight percent. You can just see Todd. <laughs> hey, my cupboard's getting low. Oh, look, it's coming soon. And I, you better eat that every day. My underwear re- drawer is getting low. That, if you reuse that, Todd, we're not friends anymore. Now, I order edible underwear strictly for the comfort. <laughs> it just fits Less me. Chafing. Yes, it hugs me in the places I want to be hugged. Oh, Bobby Dow says corn is cheap, by the way. Not when you get it from Cineplex Odeon. <laughs> okay. I know you say it's a treat and you did that, but I can't wrap my head around the idea of getting delivery popcorn. I really yeah, you can't. lost me. Like, totally at, lost. At all. And delivery movie theater popcorn, which is the most expensive popcorn in the free world. Like, all right. Why? Listen here, jerkass. You go like, to a I mean, pub and you'll spend eight bucks on a pint of beer when you can go to the beer store and get it for half that price, right? Okay. If the so we're both suckers and... to that degree. No. Okay. Okay. I will, <laughs> I will gladly spend $8 for a pint. Versus thirty dollars for popcorn that Orville Redenbacher has already perfected for the microwave. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, but my popcorn was popped by a pimple-faced teenager <laughs> who probably dropped half of it and hacked in it. You can't pay for that. Okay, can I can I ask you to do just do the same thing? Um, I'm asking you the next time you do it, save the bag, like shake it out, okay. save the bag, do microwave popcorn, put it in the bag. And it's not as yellow. Do the, deli- do the delivery popcorn and then do a taste test. Like I'm telling you, oh dear God, you're but, spending your money recklessly, Gavin, ridiculously. Gavin, <laughs> you have you have to remember, Todd got a, a, a really good point. It's made by some pimply face kid, and you can't pay for that. No, like, you can't overpay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was the last time you paid? 40 bucks to go to the theater just to have your seat kicked in the back. At least this way, I'm sitting on my own couch, but yet I. If you need that experience, I will come over. I will kick the back of your couch. Wait, where are your children? <laughs> they kicking the couch for you? Hopefully asleep by that hour. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I, ha- I can one-up Todd on the ordering popcorn from the movie theater. Uh-oh. I was in Subway today ordering a sandwich for lunch and sitting on the counter right where the, um, like the delivery service pickup thing is. They've got this little tray and it's got numbers on it, right? So the guy comes in and he gives a number and he takes the order and off he goes. And on this tray is an orange bottle of Fanta and two Cokes. And the the DoorDash guy pops in the door and he's like, I got order whatever, whatever. And the guy goes, here you go. And he puts them in a bag. And the guy goes, just the three drinks? He's like, yeah. Someone ordered two Cokes and an orange Fanta delivery from DoorDash. Someone paid that. They probably paid more for the delivery than they did for the three drinks. Wow. My neighbors get, I swear my neighbors get skipped the dishes every day, multiple times a day. Yeah. Well, that's like me. I was driving to go get propane today and I saw a, a delivery guy walk across the street with a large brown bag with handles and I thought it looked familiar and it was the Starbucks bag. Some girl was standing in the doorway waiting for the delivery guy to deliver her a large bag of Starbucks. Yeah. I could never see myself ordering Starbucks from a skip the dishes. 
I, I don't know. No, no, no. But people were doing that sense, extravaganza. It sure does. Thank you. It also came with Fruitopia. People were doing an extravaganza, but they were ordering like six or seven drinks at once. That kind of makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, that's different. At a trade show, you can't leave the floor to go out. But right? she so also lived a block and a half one. away from a Starbucks, so that's ju that's not justified. And you can go through a drive-through, and you I think you can still yeah. walk into a Starbucks right now. You can go into a Starbucks and get your yeah. So there you go. Coffee. There you Coffee's go. Coffee's okay, but it's not that good. Yeah, but. Skip the dishes hate, is I good. Starbucks, by the way. But skip the dishes, Uber Eats, all those call-in places are great. If you're working and you don't want to take the time and stop and drive somewhere, you order it, takes five minutes, and then it arrives. You stop working, you eat, you go right back to work. Sometimes that's worth it. It's like gas. Like we've got this local company that brings me gas. I had I had it delivered today. I was on empty. My wife's truck was on empty. We were both at home, but I didn't have to go to the place to refuel. Right? So they came to the house. I paid for my gas and it was done. Sometimes, but, sometimes well, convenience is worth it. it. It's usually it's about two. We, yeah, it's about two cents cheaper than actually going to the, uh, uh, going to the what, uh, like the 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 pump station. Really? Yep. It is well worth it. If you guys live near us in Cambridge, Kitchener, Waterloo, there's a company called Refuel, and I'm sure there's lots of play, lots of companies in your local area. Uh, look, just do a Google search for it. They have an app, much like Uber Eats or Skip the Dishes, and now, you get your fuel. Do they, do they deliver multiple octane levels, or is it? Yes, they have. They have regular, and they have the higher one. Um, and because I had two vehicles in my driveway, I basically in the note said, "Please fill both vehicles," and it was done. But again, Bob, Bob was asking how much is it? I don't know how much the premium was. Gas is um, usually gas is usually a couple lead, a couple cents, uh, a yeah. couple cents a liter cheaper. Yeah, so they're they're good. Joe and I both use it. We use it for our field as well because again, they come, they fill our trucks, they fill our jerry cans, and it's cheaper, and we don't have to leave. It's I know it sounds like a luxury thing, like Gavin ordering popcorn from the movie theater, but it is <laughs> it is it's a luxury that's well worth it. Yeah, and you can get premium. Well, we, I, I, we, I, we would spend a half yeah. an hour on a day going to get gas, gas yeah. and propane and stuff. Sorry, I moved my yeah. head out of the way. But you can't really call it a luxury if you're paying even less than going to the pump like yeah like a regular peasant yeah. does yeah but it's the same reason why a lot of people have these propane services too where you just take your propane tank drop it off and get a new one right you yeah. don't you you own a tank but it's a virtual tank and you just you take one and yeah so uh dan and hardy says he lives in texas and they all have oil wells in their yards <laughs> so, awesome. comes out of your hose spigot there you well, go. They have, their kitchen sink has hot, cold, and oil. <laughs> so there, I, I, I know I, I don't think Texas is it, but uh, there's certain states where you can't even pump your own gas. Yeah, New Jersey's like one. that. Yeah, so there has to yeah. be an attendant who does it. So that this may work as well. Like, yeah, it, it's quite convenient. It's not yeah. a luxury, yeah. uh, as, as Josh pointed out. I mean, because you, it's cheaper, right? So it's yep. economical to do it, and it saves time. And you order it wherever your vehicle is. So if you're at work or you're at home like when you order it they know where your where your vehicle is so um yeah you go into work in the morning put an order in by the time you you've left for work you look down at your dash you got a full tank of gas and you didn't have to do anything i don't know it's well worth it um matt will crook from mad frog is apparently in oregon right now for super game yep and he's ticked off because they they, of course, they don't let you pump your own gas there. And he said the attendant filled up his bus and then walked away with his gas cap. Oh, nice. Those caps for buses are not cheap. Well, at least they are in Canada. I don't know about the United States. They might be pennies for all I know. Yeah. Well, he's got that mad frog dollar, right? So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that school bus money. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's what you get with the after show here at Behind the Bunker. We're probably going to end the show now because it is starting to run a little bit late. Uh, do a little research in your area. Maybe you have a company like that. Uh, but uh, either way, support local businesses because it definitely helps. Thank you, uh, Gavin, for being on the program tonight, sir. Always great to be here, folks, and we appreciate your ears for listening to the podcast and the after show. Uh, make sure you sh uh, share the show, spread the joy, whatever you need to do. Let other people know what you do on a Monday night. Yeah, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in tonight to uh, Beautiful Behind the Bunker and the After Show. We'll see everybody next week, Monday night at 8 p.m. If you get an opportunity, tell a friend. Yeah. And I just heard it because when I introduced you, I said Flag, Ra Flag Raiders. 
So I, I, I do, yeah, I, I understand where he's coming from. And Josh, Zuby's a brickus. Yeah, thank you. And uh, don't forget, folks, to help control your local airsoft population. Have your local airsofter spinner neutered. And Dwayne King gets the last comment of the night. He says, tonight's podcast brought to you by socks, underwear, and the letters S, P, L, A, and T. <sighs> do not watch the movie Splat, even though we told you several episodes ago to do it. Don't watch it. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Todd Ansich. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.